Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Howdy, partner. <laughs> Welcome to the third episode of Film Franchise Fortnights on the Cold Popture Podcast. My name is AJ. My name is Richard. So this is a podcast where every fortnight the two of us pick a film franchise at random and we give ourselves the next two weeks to watch and review every movie in that particular series for your listening pleasure. Yeah. (laughs) So this week, well this fortnight, we watched Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights. The Shanghai series. The Shanghai duology. Uh, (laughs) Shanghai (laughs) Noon and Shanghai Nights came out in 2000 and 2003 respectively. And both star Owen Wilson as Roy O'Bannon and Jackie Chan as Chung Wang or John Wayne as Roy hilariously calls him. Other actors also include Walton Goggins in Shanghai Noon who I thought was criminally underrated. Uh, Probably the best part of the film and barely in it. Uh, there's also Lucy Liu in Shanghai Noon. Aidan Gillen, who you may recognise as Peter Baelish or Littlefinger from Game of Thrones, is in Knights, as well as a very young Aaron Taylor Johnson yes. from Kick Ass and uh, Godzilla fame. And yeah, yeah, he played um, a young Charlie Chaplin. Spoilers. So, well, I mean, we assume they've seen it already, right? If you're if you're a fan of this podcast, you should be watching the movies with us, okay? And by fan of this podcast, I mean my mum and the rest of the three people on Facebook we convinced to and listen Ben, to. who only listens to the podcast to criticise it. Oh, that's great. Well, that's what we need. I yeah, mean, thanks for your feedback, Ben. Um, so, so Shanghai Noon was directed by Tom Dayland, who would go on to direct such classics as Matthew McConaughey's Failure to Launch and the Marmaduke movie, which also Great. stars Owen Wilson. Great film. Um, and the second movie, Shanghai Nights, was directed by David Dobkin, and I wrote here, collectively gross, but then forgot to write what they collectively gross. Oh, right. So, uh, prob- I'm sure it was Do you want to give an estimation? Um, okay, let's guess... Um, I'm going to say three, 400 million. Shall we look it up? Yeah. Okay. We'll just this part, this part out. <laughs> nah, keep it in, bro. Okay, Shanghai Nights grossed um, 88.3 million. Wow, yeah, that's actually, they didn't do very well, though. <laughs> um, Shanghai Noon grossed 56 domestically, 99 million foreign. Uh, they collectively grossed, how much was it? 159 million. 159 million, which is not very good. But they're not very big movies. No. Yeah, they're little hidden indie gems. Indie gems, directed by Christopher Nolan. 1994. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Cool. So, just to keep everyone up to speed, if you haven't seen the films, we we usually will do a synopsis of of all the films we're talking about. And today we have very special guest, Owen Wilson, the star of the films, to come and tell us what... what, Can you... you, Owen, could you please give us a a brief synopsis of what each film is about? Uh, uh, Sure. I mean, uh, uh, I don't have anything prepared, but... uh, uh, So basically, uh, I I play a cowboy uh, in the films, and in Shanghai Noon... um, 
uh, I'm kind of just doing my thing, being a cowboy. And then uh, Jackie Chan uh, comes to the West. He, he's, he's from the East. He's from uh, Shanghai, mm. hence the title. Mm. And then we kind of you know, learn to work together and become friends. Because he, he's trying to save this princess, right? Mm. And, uh, yeah, so basically that's the plot. Uh, and then in the sequel... Shanghai Nights? Yeah, we, we end up in... In London. London. London, England, yeah. Wow. Uh, then part of the EU. Um, <laughs> Topical! Basically, Jackie Chan's character's father dies, mm -hmm. and then there's this whole other plot that happens um, involving a sister who's uh, imprisoned in London, and then some guy wants to become king, and we've got to stop him. Mm. What? Thank you, Owen. Thank, um, you, thank you. It was a pleasure to be here. Okay. How was Marmaduke? Oh, he's such a great dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So, um, welcome back, Richard. Where'd you go? Oh, I'm um, sorry. I just had to use the bathroom. Oh, was it good? 10 out of 10? Uh, eight. Okay. Um, so, Richard, general consensus, what would you assume? What Which one did you prefer of the two? Now, I don't know. They're, they're pretty, like, on par with each other, hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like their whole, like, thing of you take a... Pretty good film. Chuck it in a different location, and you've got a sequel. They, they have the same kind of story beats. There's both. They both have a scene where one character overhears the other one, kind of bitching mm. about them, and mm. then they fight for five minutes, and then they're okay again. Yeah. But I'd say I probably preferred the second one marginally. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, Shanghai Noon, the first film, is typically ranked higher than Nights. Yeah. Um, so on Rotten Tomatoes, the critic score is 79% and the audience score is 65%. Mm. And for Nights, the critic score is 66% and the audience score is 54%. But I actually much preferred Nights. Yeah. Like, I'm going to go, I think, a little bit more extreme than you. I thought it was a funnier film. I thought Jackie Chan's acting was a lot better in it. Um, I borderline would say I didn't like Noon. Like, I did. Yeah. But I'm a movie critic, so I've got to be extreme on every opinion. Yeah. I thought that the main problems with, with Shanghai Noon was there's a lot of, like, placeholders. Like, it, it feels like a film that was adapted from a very good but unfinished script, right? So, like, there are, there are a couple moments in Shanghai Noon where big plot elements are revealed by... Um, someone just listening through a door, yeah. like you mentioned that before, two times this happens, and it feels kind of like the writer was going to be like, oh, there'll be a better way to do this. <laughs> but there wasn't. And I thought, like, you could combine a lot of the characters. Like, I thought it was weird how much emphasis they put on Walton Goggins' character in the start of the film, and then he disappears, really, till the end, and then they have a different bad guy who's got none of the charisma of Walton Goggins. So yeah. I thought they should have combined those characters. They're different characters. One's a one's a, a um, outlaw and one's an authority, yeah. but there could have been a way to combine those characters that I think would have made made a better a better film. Um, and here's the, the, the most interesting thing I thought, was that Shanghai Noon seems to fire a lot of Chekhov's guns that it never sets up. Okay, yeah. Yeah? So if you don't know what a Chekhov's gun is, which I know you do, Richard, but for our, our listeners who don't, um, it's a storytelling rule which says that if you set something up, you have to pay it off. So if there's a gun in the first scene, it has to go off by the, the end of the second scene or the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, a really good example is in iRobot when um, Sonny the robot learns that winking is a sign of trust. And then... That yeah, is one of my favourite Yeah, yeah. Films then at the time. end, he, he winks at Will Smith to let him know he can trust him. Um, 
So Noon ends with a couple big moments, like Roy seems to think he's invincible after he survives um, the, the final gunfight. He chalks it up to a miracle, um, and he defeats the bad guy with only one bullet. And these are such specific like motifs, they almost feel like they should be set up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, maybe if Roy O'Bannon... Um, was insecure about his skill as a, as a gunsman, or he thought he was, you know, like uh, inadequate. But that, in fact, he has a lot of friends. Like at, at, at no point in the film are you like, man, it's really, you know, it's, it's good that he's learnt. It's like he goes on a character arc that's ne- never really set up. Yeah, yeah. And the the only thing that really was paid off was when Roy Roy spits in his hand and goes to shake. Um, oh, yeah. John's hand and John spits in, his, in Roy's hand as well yeah. and then at the end they reverse that hilariously <laughs> yeah so it seems to, to want to be very like emotionally heavy with these end points but they never really set it up whereas in Shanghai Nights there were plenty of moments none of which come to mind immediately that were those yeah yeah I'd say that's a pretty fair point um, what did I enjoy about the films the action sequences are done. the action sequences are very well done and I think that, that chalked up a lot to Jackie Chan. I haven't looked into it, but I presume he did the choreography. Yeah, yeah. For um, yeah, a lot of great Jackie Chanisms. And I mentioned to you before we started recording that I had a confession to make on the podcast, mm-hmm. and it is as follows. Until this last night when I watched Shanghai Noon, yeah. I had never seen a Jackie Chan movie. Oh, the yeah. only film I've ever seen with him in it was Kung Fu Panda. Wow. And I, I did, feel like... Did you like him in Kung Fu Panda? I don't remember it at all. I, I watched Hunger Panda years ago. But having said that, almost immediately when he came on screen, I was like, he's one of my favorite actors. Oh, yeah. He's just the man. I've got a, I've got a similar confession. What? Uh, I've never kissed a girl. All right. So, um, but yeah, so I like Shanghai Nights. I thought the characters' right. relationships were much more interesting and it was fun. Like, it's a very, it, it, it wants to be a buddy cop movie, deservedly so. Um, and I thought that yeah, I enjoyed their relationship and their banter. Like, at the end of the second one, when they slide down the Union Jack, and they're like, you're the best sidekick I ever had. And it's like, yeah, yeah that's sweet. They're like, I, I'm in it now, whereas I, like, I, maybe it was Jackie Chan's acting in Shanghai Noon or something like that, yeah. but it didn't, it didn't quite quite stick with me. What I do like is that um, it has more of an excuse to be a buddy movie than, than, say, the likes of Lethal Weapon, which just says, this character is this, and this character is this. It's because, like, both Roy and... Um, John slash Chung Wang, both their lives and their cultures dictate their personalities. Yeah. So you've literally got West and East combined. Yeah, yeah, no, that's mm. a fair point. But then I'd say like Lethal Weapon makes more sense being a buddy cop movie in that like they're actually cops and they become buddies. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, like definitely the chemistry between Jackie and Owen. Mm-hmm. is basically what the film sold on mm. and it's kind of like it's it's kind of weird that it's set in like the in olden times and stuff like that because the 1880s yeah I believe. but it's I mean it like, it's cool but it's who would think to put those things together Jackie Chan I was an old west well I think Jackie Chan probably thought of it oh yeah well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have proof of it but I feel like both the Shanghai films and the Rush Hour films were products of Jackie Chan wanting to Wanting to break into the American, uh, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I could be wrong in that. I should yeah. have researched. He does that. have, um, but he, he the chemistry between the two is great. Yeah, and, it, and that's what makes the film work. If you had Jackie Chan and you know some stone actors, mm. Aaron mm. Taylor Johnson and Godzilla, <laughs> with just no no charisma at all. Yeah, yeah. He would. Yeah, um, you know these films would be like that's a stupid idea. Well, Owen Wilson's such a meme now. 
there yeah. and for good reason like he's, yeah. he's got a funny voice and he's got like a, funny a, nose. a charisma he's got a funny nose man his nose is so funny <laughs> there'd be times when he's on screen I'm his, just, I'm his nose was the um the, probably the high point of the film for me yeah both films yeah so one interesting thing about this this franchise is um the titling scheme is actually kind of interesting um so did you want to talk about this the the shanghai shanghai yeah. noon is a so yeah i'm, I'm Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I messaged AJ the other night saying, <laughs> oh, shit, I just got it. Shanghai Noon. It's like, because it's a Western and there's a famous Western called High Noon. Yeah. And it's like Shanghai Noon. Yeah. Makes it kind of Asian. Yeah. And then Shanghai Nights, you think, oh, okay, it's just like Noon Nights. Mm. The day is progressing. Mm. But... It's actually spelt with a K and because it takes place in, in London and then they become knights at the end of it. Mm. So they're actually very clever titles. Yeah. Um, I didn't know High Noon was a story, was a movie. Yeah. But I did know that Noon is a cowboy word. It's a cowboy word. Yeah. Um, I'm noon. I like them, but the only, the only thing is it makes it really hard to think of what a sequel would be called because in my OCD mind, you can't call the next one Shanghai like day because... Yeah. It's knights as a separate word, and yeah. I actually, when thinking of when we continue, when I was trying to continue the franchise, the only one I could come up with that would satisfy me like completely would be Shanghai Gnomes because it's another N word that actually starts with a G. So you've got a Shanghai Noon. Noon starts with an N. Shanghai Knights, but Knights starts with a K, oh, right, and then yeah. Shanghai Gnomes, where Gnomes starts with a G. I've, I of course didn't come up with a plot for this. Yeah, well. Like, what, what, what's your opinion? I, I think we have talked about this before, but what is, what's your opinion on, like, sequel titling? I don't like numerical titles. So yeah, I just like Lethal Weapon 2. I think, well, I think it works for something like Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Um, I, my, my, I don't know. I, I really like titles like Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights, where it takes half of the first title. Like, so, yeah. so recently, um, the Taika Waititi film, What We Do in the Shadows oh, sequel yeah. was announced, and... It's called Werewolves, as in We Are Wolves. Yeah. Um, Which is a great title in itself. Yeah, but but, but the working title that, that um, Jermaine Clement said on his AMA on Reddit was What We Do in the Moonlight, which I think is a beautiful title, yeah. and they should definitely stick with that. Yeah. Um, that being said, The Dark Knight Rises pissed me off because the first one's called Batman Begins. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's, Dark Knight Rises is kind of a stupid title because at Rising should take place before anything else yes and it, it just sounds it's like a it's like a um uh synonym for batman begins yeah the dark knight rises yeah it's the same with like the the planet the new planet of the apps series mm. how it's like dawn of the planet of the apes rise of the planet of the apes then war of the planet of the apes is what's coming next mm. and it's actually war four war, yeah like, yeah um which is annoying and it's in a, in a more yeah, meta because because they're stupid titles anyway like, should they because wait, Rise of the Planet of the Apes is first, isn't yes. it? Yeah, and then Dawn. Yes. I feel like you Dawn, because Dawn breaks and then you get out of bed. You Dawn and then you rise. Ah, uh, uh, you get together. I don't know. They're, they're weird titles. It was originally Rise of the Apes, 
I remember following yeah, yeah, it yeah, being yeah. created when it was Rise of the Apes, and then they made it, added an extra of the. Yeah. But yeah, but like, because certain titles work with numerical things, like something like The Godfather. Mm. I feel like is good being like part one, yeah, part yeah. two, part three. But whereas like something like The Hangover doesn't yeah. need to be parts because mm. I'm pretty sure they are called The Hangover Part One, Part Two, Part Three, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, which it's like why it's kind of pretentious saying these are parts to the same story. Yeah, when yeah. it's the hangover, when yeah, it's the yeah. Godfather, you can get away with saying <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's an overarching story. These are the three parts. Mm. Cool. Well, speaking of sequels, let's now move on seamlessly to continuing the franchise. And this is a segment where we look at the movies that we've watched and we think, "Huh, how can we get more money out of this series by making another film, a sequel, a prequel, a spin-off? You know, whatever, whatever we can think of." Um, fun fact, though, before we begin. Uh, rumors of a third film have been floating around for years yeah. in Hollywood uh, under the title Shanghai Dawn, which, according to Owen Wilson, was going to focus on Roy and John's adventures in Hollywood through to Africa and Egypt. Yeah. Um, which I don't like. Don't know how to organically move that story <laughs> along, but there you go. They'll find a way. Um, which is sort of hinted at the end of Shanghai Nights when they say they're going to go to to make movies in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, and rumors as er- as as early as early as. As of as of May two thousand fifteen, the project is still said to be recent, in development. As recent, yeah. as, re- as recent, yeah. Okay, Richard, how would you continue the franchise? Well, AJ, I'm glad you asked. Um, so my, I came up with eight different continuations of the franchise. Yes, that's a that's an entire franchise. It is. Right, I, I can make you can make a franchise of franchise continuations yeah. of mine. So two Shanghai two nights. <laughs> Sorry, that's not one of them, but um, it is now. So. Well, okay, obviously, the, the third film in the series would be called Two, two Shanghai <laughs> Shanghai, Shanghai Noon, Tokyo Drift kind um, of works. So, my, um, my first one when I was like trying to come up with a proper uh, sequel, uh, I called Shanghai Kings, because mm-hmm. the second one is called Shanghai Knights, but it's spelled with a K, mm-hmm. referring to the, the you know, Knights. Yeah. You're focusing on the idiosyncrasies of the, the spelling of the title. Yeah, yeah. and so, um, I mean, I guess what they've done with what they would do with Shanghai Dawn would be to continue the whole time of day mm-hmm. thing. Uh, but so I, I decided to take it in a different direction. Mm. Shanghai Kings didn't come up with a plot for it. Um, <laughs> I would want it to take take place in um, China. Because, okay. you know, you've done yeah. the West where um, Owen Wilson's from. Um, you've done London where neither of them are from. And then so it makes sense to take mm. it to Jackie Chan's home turf. Yeah. Um, and then so I couldn't come up with a plot. So then I thought, okay, what if I come up with a, a time of day and use a homonym like the second one? Okay. And so I came up with Shanghai Morning, but spelt with a morning. Uh, yeah. And so uh, Roy died. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then the whole film was just Jackie Chan being depressed. Interesting that you came up with eight ideas and chose to go with the one that you hadn't came up with a plot for. No, that's just the first one. Uh, okay. So I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What I thought of them. Okay, so then I continued the whole time of day thing oh jeez and they uh, came out with Shanghai Twilight nice where they battle vampires yes wait what happened to Roy is he a vampire no oh, this isn't sorry these aren't um, oh these aren't sequential these, these aren't are just supposed to be other sequential ideas. but let's do it like that okay, okay. so uh, yeah, it turns out he, Roy didn't actually die in Shanghai morning he turned into a vampire and yeah. he comes back in Shanghai Twilight mm-hmm. and falls in love with uh, Chong mm-hmm. and then they, uh, because of all the, the adventures they get into they I end up getting detention and they get they get stuck in there in Shanghai Breakfast Club. <laughs> and <Yeah>. then <laughs> continuing 
the 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 dead kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, when so they're, they're out of detention. Yeah. Roy's a vampire, and Alyssa they go and battle zombies in Shanghai Dawn of the Dead. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I've seen like okay, I've seen this film, but I can't really, I can't really remember the plot. Uh, so then Chon become oh no Chon. <laughs> Becomes um, a landlord mm-hmm. um, to a, a socialite mm-hmm. and Shanghai breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> and then several films into the franchise, they finally make the move to Hollywood they're talking about mm-hmm. and um, become writers mm-hmm. to a um, successful silent film star and, and Shanghai Sunset Boulevard. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they move to the big city, yeah. the bigger city, New York City, and um, Owen Wilson has to become a gay prostitute yeah. in Shanghai Midnight Cowboy. Well, <laughs> And then the film ends, on, and then the series ends on that depressing note. So, before before we started today, Richard said to me, I'm worried we might have the same idea for continuing the franchise, <laughs> which I now can't fathom. <laughs> so, I've discovered how I come up with these sequels, and I immediately either think of a prequel or putting it in space, which I did with Ace Ventura. But I, so, those, those are my first ideas, was go, Shanghai... It's in space. I couldn't think of a good title for that one. Yeah. Um, but what I did come up with, this is great. This is a great idea. It's an all-female reboot called Shanghai Moon. Because <laughs> the menstrual cycle is... Oh my god, it's fucking... Months cool. and moons, you know? Uh, and it stars Jennifer Lawrence as Riley O'Bannon. And <laughs> I'm not sure I'm saying this right. Zhang Ziyi. Ziyi who is the main star of Memoirs of a Geisha and House of a Thousand Daggers, and she's in Rush Hour 2 as well. Um, Another Jackie Chan film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she stars as Dong Mei Lee, which Riley mishears as Donna Reed, who is the actress who played Sacagawea in the 1955 <laughs> Charlton Heston film The Far Horizon. This is so awful. <laughs> And the story will follow the bones of the original film, but also revolve around the feminist movements of the 1880s and Riley and Donna's struggles to be taken seriously as female outlaws in the Old West think Mad Max Fury Road crossed with Shanghai Moon. All right. So that's my idea. Would that have its own franchise? I don't know. I couldn't think of it. Shanghai Dames? That's pretty good. (laughs) Shanghai Dames would be the second one. They go to London. Uh, cool. Okay, so I guess we'll move on to franchise roulette now. Okay, here we go. Generating a number. 229. Thank you, random number generator. It sounds drunk. Yeah. So what's franchise number 229? Alright, 229 is the Mummy Universal series. Which, how many are in that? Six. Shit, I don't even know how to find those movies. But okay, so that's that's not the Brendan Fraser mummy movies. These are the the old, old old. So um <laughs> we'll try find them. This is probably our first weird franchise that yeah. we've got. So that's great. Yeah. Um cool. So a couple I guess a couple announcements as well before we finish up. Uh we're now on iTunes. Uh search the Cult Popshire podcast, you'll find us. And also we're, we're talking to a couple of guests to come and guest star oh, yeah. on a few few um, upcoming episodes. I mean, we've had Owen Wilson. Yeah, well, other than Owen Wilson. Um, and in two episodes' time, we'll also be doing... Uh, we're going to do a special on the new Ghostbusters movie, because that's when it comes out. So we're going to sort of cheat the system a bit and do the Ghostbusters franchise in two episodes' time. 
Um, but yeah, other than that, thank you for listening to this episode of Film Franchise Fortnights. We'll be back in two weeks talking about the Universal <laughs> Mummy movies. Oh, jeez. Uh, if you liked this, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube and also follow us on SoundCloud and check out the website, copopshire.com, which is loads of fun content. <laughs> if you want to contact us with a franchise suggestion of your own or your thoughts or um, tell us why um, Shanghai Dawn of the Dead is the best idea you've ever heard, uh, you can tweet at us um, at cultpopshire or email us at cultpopshiremedia at gmail.com. Uh, Owen, did you have any last words you want to say? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I've been waiting here. Uh, there's a, a Toyota Starlet uh, with its lights on in the parking lot. Oh, shit. That's me. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.